top hat and tails. Hello, everybody. Gather around, for it is story time with Pastor Deborah in the Garden of Eden. Hi there. Oh, you two are the new ones from out of the war, from the refugee camps. Yes, I know. Yes, I am the one who helped you to come home, back to the garden and its creator. Have you little ones met him yet? You have? Great. What did you think of him? Ah, he wasn't what you thought he would be, was he? Yes, I know he was nice. You could feel his love coming out of him and his smile for you. Oh, you had been taught that he was not like that. Yes, little ones, I know. But those that were telling you that he was not who you discovered him to be, these taught you of another one, and you could only submit to him and serve him in hate. And if others didn't worship him, as the Almighty One, then they were infidels. But those who were teaching you this all your life are like you were just a few days ago, living in great darkness, ignorance of this truth about this one who you just met, that with just his smile tells you that you are special to him and that he loves you so very much. We now must be in prayer for those who have not yet discovered this truth as you have about him and have not yet been in his presence or in his Garden of Eden. Do you think you could do that for all those that have not yet discovered a love that you have found in him, in his garden? And with all these living creatures of his Garden of Eden, great. All the living creatures of the garden will also join in this with you. For they too love all those that are still in darkness. Ignorance of this agape love. Yes, we can. Great. Now the story. Top hat. And tales. This story is about someone who is going to be stepping out of his closet, his closet of himself, out of years of being alone, being just one, and taking the big step out of his closet of himself and into the vastness of nothingness and creating through his own words of spirit and life, life in all of its wonderful creations. So, for the occasion, he wanted to be dressed in his best attire, best clothes, his top hat, and tails. He would be dressed in his best he had. He would wear his best top hat a glorious, elegant crown of his glory, reflecting the rays of his light. Oh, what a top hat this was. A crown shimmering, 
glistening with rays of light coming through the jewels set in the ground. Jewels of diamonds, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, topazes, and the gold of the crown itself. The crown of his glory. His top hat. The finest there ever was. The most elegant he had, which he had been saving for this special occasion. He knew that this coming out of his closet, of himself, and stepping out into the vastness of nothingness, would be a great explosion, demonstration of his glory and majesty. So he knew he had to be dressed in his most formal clothes, his most glorious top hat and tails, robe of light. His top hat and his tails, his most formal tuxedo he had. His formal clothes would be his symbol of this great significance, and he had to be dressed in all his best he had, in all his glory and majesty. He knew that what was about to happen would define him as a mighty king, a king with all creative power and authority over all life, his creations of his own life through his words of spirit. So he would put on his best top hat, his best crown, his best royal crown of his glory and majesty. His crown, his top hat, symbolized and reflected his great position as king and ruler over all he was going to create, bring out of himself. The one would put on, wear his formal royal crown, his top hat of his elegance, his symbol of a gentleman, of his knowledge and wisdom, of his royal birth, and of his knowledge of how important appearances are to others. His top hat, his royal crown, would symbolize his manners that would be needed out in the vastness of all he was to create, out into the worlds that were to come, out to all those who would be living in darkness that was to come. This one knew that his coming out, this magnificent event, was so special that he had to put on his best top hat, his most glorious crown of his glory. And he had to put on his most formal tuxedo, his tails, his robe of great righteousness, light. The one's foreknowledge told him that through time and its history of the worlds to come, the nations of people, children, would learn to wear a proper, formal hat, a top hat, a symbol of their crown that would be lost to them. But they would learn that the head is for a top hat, a crown of glory, as their creator wore on a special day 
and from that day since. So, the one who was just about to step out of the closet of himself, the closet of being alone, being one, and he knew that one was a lonely number. And this one remembered that he had placed an eternal banner, flag of his law of agape love, over himself, over all he did and would do and still does, the flag of no retreat, no surrender. He would now get himself dressed for all his newly coming, newly created creations to see him when they came out of the closet of his imagination, out of his womb of his imagination, and would have his very breath of his spirit of life in them to be awoken unto life in the vastness of nothingness. Life would be filled with his spirit of light and agape love in their very nature. Life would see him in his finest clothes, his top hat and his tails of glory. The one knew that the first thing his precious creations would see after their birth from his own womb of life would be him looking over them, looking into their eyes and telling them he loves them so very much and that he is their source of spirit and life. They would see him in his top hat, his glorious crown, and his formal tuxedo, his robe of righteousness, and his train would fill the vastness of nothingness for all creation to see and be at rest, for he was there always and forever. He knew that his creation would always see him in his finest formal wear, his top hat and tails. He would always be seen in his finest of clothes, for his creation to always be at their finest, his crown and his robe of righteousness, would forever speak, communicate his great distinction, his formal nature of his powerful identity as a king of great and mighty power, one with all authority and dominion over all of creation. His creations, with their newly opened spiritual eyes, could see him in all of his magnificence, in his glory, in his majesty. They would see him in his top hat, wearing his finest tuxedo. He was not going to be invisible and unknown to his own imaginations any longer. He would be seen now as he sat on his throne of glory, and as they would also find 
him as he sat on the high seat of justice of the courtroom of the universe over all to judge and rule from his law of agape love. He knew his creations had to see him as a mighty king, wearing his crown of glory with his train of his righteousness flowing out to all, so that when his children would come and approach him in his holy temple to seek him and his counsel, to seek his mercy and forgiveness, even these children would see what all of creation saw on the day of their birth of coming out of his womb. So he got dressed for this special event that would change his eternal life forever and all of the vastness of nothingness. Life was coming. <clears throat> he was giving birth. He would breathe out of himself, out of his womb of life, out of his imaginations. Life would come forth in all newness. Its birth would happen. He would bring forth his royal law of spirit and life, agape love in its fullness. Light, truth, and knowledge would come forth to guide all creation. Hope, grace, and faith would come forth out of its treasure chest of his heart to fill the vastness of nothingness with their goodness and rays of eternity placed, seeded, and planted in the very heart of all of creation itself. Joy unspeakable would be released and the peace which would surpass all understanding. And agape love would fly its banner high over the kingdom of creation, heaven, and the worlds to come. So the one stood in front of his own mirror of himself. As he dressed himself for his soon coming out party, that was to be an magnificent event. But only until he breathed out a new day of his beginnings. All of creation would be forever as he predestined it all to be. A new dawn of all of creation. This one knew he couldn't stay as he was. Alone, invisible, unknown, alive and full of life. He had to become to evolve himself into a new creation himself. For this one knew he had to become all he had been dreaming about, believing for, stretching his faith for, hoping for, the father and mother of all life, all creation, of all that would call him creator, lord, king, and father. He had to become a new creation himself. He had to become more than what he was. One, he had to become a family. He had to birth children. He had to nurture them, raise them up, protect them, 
Teach them. Watch them grow up and become like him, a king and mighty one who all of creation would obey and respect. So the one cleaned himself up, brushed off his top hat and his tails. He was singing to himself as he was meditating on what was to come next. He was to become the glorious one he had always dreamed he could be, knew he always was, the creator. But what he desired all creation to see him as, as he had always been, a mighty king, crowned with the finest top hat, crown he had, and wearing the most radiant and glorious clothes of light. His creation's first sight, first imprint, first impression of him would be beyond all words. He knew he was ready to be forever changed, evolved into and become a new creation that had never existed before, a new life form of himself. So he put on his very best clothes. He put on his best top hat, his most majestic crown of life and creation, his crown of his kingship, his crown of light and love. Then he put on his robe of righteousness, his robe of light, his best he had, his train, his tuxedo of light and agape love that had rays and beams of light shining out for all to see and filling all with its great light of love. Now he took one more look at himself. He was ready. He took a deep breath. He looked back into the closet of himself, and he opened the door of his closet and looked out into the vastness of nothingness. He felt self-assured. He was properly dressed for the event, for he was making a life change for himself. All that was in him, he was ready. He had his top hat on, his tails on. Then he looked down at his feet. No shoes. He was not ready. Yet he had to have shoes. That story will be the next story time with Pastor Deborah. But this story is ending, and the one wants all to remember. When you have decided to make a life change, the change first starts inside one's own closet of himself first. Then one must get properly dressed from head to toe. So today, remember always, put on your top hat and your tuxedo, your tails. Then don't forget to look at your feet to see what kind of shoes you must wear to go out into the newness that is coming because everyone will be looking at you.